Hello and welcome to Anything Matters. I'm Elwin. I'm Marvin. And this is the show where we talk about anything for anyone. Yep, hi guys. So we are back here with uh, Howie. Hello, Howie. Hello. Yep, thanks Hello, for joining us back. for the second episode of Entrepreneurship. So the previous time we were talking about, uh, you know, how Urban Tavern, which is an event space, how it came about and, you know, how you guys build it as a brand. Uh. So let's just continue with, you know, your journey in entrepreneurship. Okay. Um, so after I set up Urban Tavern, right, and, you know, it's picking up and we can see the potential growth in the business, we start to, you know, seek out other opportunities. So we learned in school uh, that some products are complement of certain products. So we want to add value to our customers. Mm. Okay, in a sense, uh, let's say we start thinking on a customer perspective. When they book an event space, right, other than just the event space, what else they need? Oh, they need cakes. They need decoration. They need buffets. So we were like, uh, we don't know how to make cakes. Uh, and we don't know how to design all the booth, all the drop down. And we were like, catering sounds okay because at that point in time, when we got our fourth unit, we got a cafe too. Oh. So once, yes. So once we got that cafe, we got a chef for that cafe and we asked him if he's able to cook buffet. So like, you know, uh, all the standard Chinese buffet, uh, like the, the fish, two, the chicken, two chicken uh. yeah, <laughs> yeah, So we asked him, is he, is he skilled in that area? So he told us, oh, he's quite comfortable with it and he fried a few dishes for us to try. And we're like, hey, it's good, eh? Like, the standard is there. Yeah. So we started out giving menus to our exist- our clients that book Urban Tavern. Mm. Uh, then from there, because we, we want to test out the market, we don't want to you know, straight away throw in money to do it at a larger scale. So we tried yeah. for just Urban Tavern guests. And then the first few catering was going smoothly and we can see revenue and growth from there. So one day we met together and we were like, hey guys, how? want to start a catering company now. <laughs> <laughs> how fast? How game? Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> then we were like, wow, we are all very hyped out. We're like, oh, hey, look at this. This is our P&L for the last two months. Yeah, this mm. is the cost of the goods, everything, blah, blah, blah. Then we're like, hey, yeah, we should do it large scale because at that point in time, we know, yeah, we know other bosses from other event space. So actually, they are able to, you know, we are able to liaise with them to provide our catering service to their customer. So because we know that, okay, we only got four units that time. Four units, we can bring this amount of revenue. What if we expand to 10 units working with other event space? Then that's when we sit down, then we are all very hyped out. They're like, okay, okay, guys, guys, this can, we can do this, we can do this. Then, okay, we incorporate a company. <laughs> <laughs> Just another experience. Day, uh. Yes, then okay. we started a catering company. And this time, we made a mistake. Okay. okay. We didn't do our overheads properly. And we are not confident of the number of sales that we can get. Although, yes, we try our best. We send out a lot of emails to companies. We tap on a lot of platforms to generate sales from there. But the fact is there are a lot of catering companies out there, especially the big players, New Garden, Stamford, all these catering companies outside, which it's very hard for us to you know, steal even a small pie from them. So end of the day, okay, to cut the story short, end of the day, we are only able to cater to our event space and other event space. For pure guests outside, like maybe for HDB or Chalet or even uh, companies, right? We can only get, let's say, one a week, which is very, very little. 
And that time we got other costs that we didn't really take into account, like van rental, electricity, extra manpower, drivers, petrol, credit card, eh, cash card, and a lot, a lot of overheads that we didn't take into account before we started the company. So at first it was okay because we didn't waste a lot of money on you know, unnecessary stuff. After that, once the fourth or fifth months kick in, right, then we can we start seeing a negative sales in our PNL. Mm-hmm. And by the ninth month, then we made the decision to close down this company. So you guys were in the rate for the full nine nine months, huh? Uh, no, we are not in the rate for full nine months. We were doing good for the first three months. Oh. Yeah, but after that, it started going down. Because I think most people, they prefer their own catering company. So let's say your family likes New Garden, then you will always get from New Garden. Yeah, yeah loyalty yeah. is there already. La. So yeah, the loyalty is there already. So in order for us to get more sales, we have to throw in promotion. Then higher promotion means lower revenue for us. Then right. we got not enough revenue to sustain. Wow. wow. <clears throat> but talking talking about finances, right? I mean, you guys, uh, any of your like finance major or, or anything like how do you all, you know you don't have really accounting department or anything, right? So how do you how do you all manage the accounts and finances? Like, do you all do up the the balance sheet yourself and and stuff like that? Uh no, we do everything on Excel. Excel. So, yeah, every day how much we spend, how much we get, we will write in Excel. Then we will populate throughout the month. Then we will see whether it's a profit or a loss. So you guys are able to capture all the costs, like every single cost uh, into Excel. Uh. That's yes, quite, definitely. That's quite manual and taxing, right? Yes, because our scale is not that big. So oh. yeah, every day I just need maybe one hour to key in all the data. Oh, okay. Uh, it's quite easy. But then in the long run, it's not viable. Uh. Mm-hmm. And... If you guys don't know, the first year when you start a company, you don't have to report your financial statement to the government. Yeah, so we just do it on Excel. We don't need to a proper system. We don't need a proper accountant to count everything for us. So we just do it on Excel for our own calculation. So uh, after the first year, you have to... Yeah, you have to report, but we didn't make it through the first year. <laughs> uh, so Urban Tavern have to report, lah, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I see, I we see. We have our own secretary accountant to do everything for us. Wow, wow, wow. wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you have to think uh, far ahead if you want to do a business. Like, next year, what is going to happen? The year after, what is going to happen? But like, proper planning. Part, you have long-term planning, law, but in the meantime, you have to also have some short-term contingencies, lah, right? Because, I mean, all these things change a lot, lah. Sometimes, like within the year, you have some surprises going on. I, I don't know. Do you all manage? Do you actually encounter these kind of issues? Actually, to us, entrepreneur is like a problem solver. So you mm. never know when problems will hit you, and when the problem hit you, right, you have to solve it, like mm. at that point in time. Yeah. So you cannot delay. Cannot like kick you one side because it's your own business. So it's very hard for us to have contingency plan for problems. We can certainly have. Uh, you know, implement rules and regulation to prevent it. But things that one that's gonna happen, it will happen. And you as a owner have to be there to solve it. Yeah. yeah. So you just have to be damn quick, lah, right? Yeah, you have to be damn quick. Have to be prepared. It comes to your experience also, uh, right? Mm. It comes to your experience, and also the amount, the number of members in your team. So let's say if you start a company with three people, right? Every problem, every situation, you have to go through three parties then it will cut down on the efficiency. 
and you guys still have to waste like two or three hours to quarrel to come up with the best solution compared to a company run by a single guy he can make instant reaction to the problem so th- that is what i can you know tell you guys if you want to start something you can try to do it alone or with another guy like another partner not too many try not, yeah not not too many i've seen a lot of company you know, they quarrel, they fell out because they have three to four of even five co-owners, mm. which is not a very healthy thing in the long run. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and, and about your point about like, uh, you have to go through so many people to decide on something unless they have sort of like set aside maybe certain people to do certain matters, like delegation is, is very proper, then it's still okay, uh, I guess. Yes, definitely. Yeah, and after working with them for one to two years, you will know what kind of person they are. Mm. Yeah, and to be an entrepreneur, right, you have to be prepared that you are the one working the hardest. Mm. If you are not prepared for that, right, then I would say you don't don't start a venture. <laughs> yeah, actually, hard work. actually, I have a question with regards to that. Eh. So what if, let's say, you form a company with three person, including yourself, then two of you work really very hard. Then you realize the third person, right? Actually, he's not suited for entrepreneurship. Like the effort he gives is like I don't know, just five percent of what you gave. Do you think so? What in your experience, lah? Do you think that you should, you know, just kick the person out? Is is it possible to kick the person out or you know reduce his pay or anything? What 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 will be the solution for this? Yes, definitely kicking person out will be one of the solution. The normally we will go by the soft approach. We will talk to the person uh, hey, uh you are not doing so 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 we are all putting like maybe eight hours into the business a day, but you are only appearing for what two hours. Then you go MIA. So this is not fair to us. Or like what Urban Tavern did, we appoint one guy as the manager. So he will run the whole business and he will take a pay. The two of us will take a step back and we will let him make all the decision and do all the work. Because he's the one getting the pay, he's the one uh, managing the place. So unless for big situation that he needs, you know, us to make decision together, then he will approach us. If not, then we can take a step back to let him run everything. So that can be one of the possible solutions also. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh. Yeah. If not, you just gonna buy his share out and cash him out. <laughs> yeah, but that will, you know, destroy all the friendships you have with him. Some, some <laughs> yeah. power, power struggle going on. That's <laughs> <laughs> why don't start a company with your close friend. Yeah. Mm. Remain as bro. close friend. <laughs> That's it, bro. I think we cannot already. That's it, yeah. I bet you are, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, I mean, that, that also makes sense, now. Like, like, this kind of... People are a bit complicated, right? And unpredictable. Like you said uh, previously, like people can change, right? Yeah, people can change. I mean, in that sense, then, if you if you actually start a company and all these kind of things, then people management is really more or less the most important part, right? Like, after all, you have the manager and all this, you really need to trust the person. Then, like, that kind of foresight is very difficult to have, right? I'm just thinking off the top of my head. Because you... Like, you want to choose some guy who go and run the whole business for you, then, and you pay him, it's like, quite, you have to really put a lot of trust, or like, how do you manage that, actually? Uh, you can come up with systems for you to help manage them also. So, let's say, for my manager, I have, he have to report to us every day what he do. So, at the end of the day, he will tell us, oh, today I went to check this unit, go and repair this, or go and send out emails, or do some ads. 
So day-to-day activities, he when he let us know, then we will be that so-called uh, being in the known. Uh, like we know what is going on. Uh, yeah. And you have to train them according to what you want. So because mm-hmm. my manager is the one that started up the company with us, so definitely we have absolute trust in him and we can mm-hmm. let him run the business by himself. If he's a stranger, right, you have to you know, let him know these are the do's and don'ts. And every unit try to have someone... As in, go down and spot check him once in a while. Or we have CCTV to look at him also. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, la, no CCTV, is, <laughs> CCTV yeah. is practical, la, right? Because you, mm. you also need to watch the area, like other people, the guests and all those kind of things sometimes. Yeah, definitely. But we wouldn't, you know, abuse the CCTV. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, CCTV is a uh, internal control la. I mean, mm. when when I audit companies, it's also part of con- controls also la. So, no harm in that la. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we need that. So like, when you when you really do this right, um, after all this year, after all these years, I don't know how long you do really, but like <laughs> moving forward, right? Um, will you like continue to hire more people into this this whole ecosystem that you have already built? Oh yeah, we will move step by step because currently most of our plans for this year has been, you know, destroyed by <laughs> yeah, Mr. COVID. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we are we will have a meeting soon to discuss about future plans and mm-hmm. to take a really good look at cash flow. Will we be able to survive for the next six months in case, you know, phase three will never come? Because we don't know when right. phase three will come. Yeah. Exactly. Yes, that's right. Then uh in the meantime I'll focus on my other ventures, like my e-commerce. Mm, to you know focus on that to generate more income in the future so i can focus on my event space next time mm, so yeah i have to be flexible i would say i mean you never know the the risk in entrepreneurship uh. so many companies uh, have already closed down uh, like stucker <laughs> 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 damn i missed the, miss the, miss the beers uh. but yeah I mean, that's the risk of entrepreneurship so uh. it's not all rainbows and butterflies uh, right but you know, back to Urban Tavern being a physical service, right? Um, has COVID-19 actually changed the way you operate in case, you know, another major unforeseen circumstance come again and you guys are forced to cease a physical business? How would you, I mean, the, the meeting is coming, but any, any plans to restructure the way you operate? Uh, we have a few plans in mind. First one will be to rent out our equipment to places that you know they are still willing to hold, hold small parties. So like, we have a uh, PlayStation, we have Switch, and we have karaoke set. So all these are assets that we can list out to people to generate additional revenue. Mm. In the meantime, we already cut loose uh, two of our units to save on rental fee. Mm. Yeah, and in the future, if such thing happens again, right, I feel like you need to act fast, like what we mentioned just now as a problem solver. Uh, what we should have done better is to cut lease for at least three units, like mm. on the month itself, and you know just pay rent for one month instead of you know paying rent for four units. Then that's like very hefty on us also. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I have to be. You have to react fast to any situation and try to you know foresee what if that situation dragged on for maybe two to three months. Will your company be able to sustain the cash flow now? Mm, so we will have, yeah, we will discuss again this Sunday and see what ideas each of us individually have. Wow. 
Actually, can I know, are your partners also full-time entrepreneurs or do they have their own 9 to 6? Uh, they are full-time entrepreneurs, so they are wow. doing their own e-commerce. But one of them found a full-time job recently. But he worked at a, at a startup because he like you know he like startup mm, company. He like to uh, he like to chong twenty four hour for a company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he found another job in the startup company, which I feel like yeah, it's good for him. Uh. Mm. Yeah, and my current manager he will start looking for a full time job soon. Well, mm. so everyone have their own Back goals uh. Yeah, become mm. plan so. Wow, that's so like. Actually, think about it, right? Uh, with all this like entrepreneurship, cause I think in Singapore in general they've been encouraging quite a lot. So I'm not sure if they give a lot more support now than before. I I don't know what's the, the ecosystem like, but like I just thinking off the top of my head, right? Like, do you think people will really grow a lot more businesses in this near future? Cause like like our mindset is all changing nowadays. You know, like we all want to have a bit more fulfillment. Like people move beyond uh stability already. They want to more. They want to get more than a rice bowl essentially. So like like yeah. what do you think is is possible in the future like like do you see this gonna like this whole trend gonna continue right? Yes, definitely this whole trend is actually increasing now mm. because uh as you can see from Instagram and Facebook right, a lot of people are posting that oh hi guys I'm doing ba- I'm baking cakes to mm. sell from my house oh I'm making cookies oh I'm making uh egg tart so a lot of yeah. people are already trying out entrepreneurship at their own comfort means at their home they just do simple baking then they sell. And mm. bubble tea is another case. Any a lot of companies, yeah, they start selling bubble teas at their own restaurant. And a lot of people, they okay. I know a friend that he was doing bubble tea as an event, so people will cater his bubble tea cut. So he will go down and give out bubble teas, uh, on an event basis. But because of COVID, he partnered with a ramen store, mm. and he sell bubble tea in the ramen store. Oh, oh, smart. Uh, smart, smart. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. They're trying to adapt and, you know, they come up with new ideas. And I have a few friends calling me already, asking me, uh, how's the e-commerce doing? Any tips for them or they want to try something? Yeah, so Whoa. as from this, you can see that a lot of Singaporeans, they want to do something of their own. Mm. Yeah, and they want to try this entrepreneurship. So for the next one to two years, right, this trend will keep increasing. So it's whether, it's the, the question is whether will you be able to catch it or not? Are you part mm. of it? <laughs> But do you, think that, do you think that this increasing trend will actually pose a, a threat to your existing e-commerce business or like your, any existing business that you have? Do you think that the market will be oversaturated or, you know, more or is it is the number of consumers going to be increasing proportionate to the, to the number of sellers? Uh, definitely we will be affected a bit here and there, but at the end of the day, it's about the brand that you build. Because we started early, we have a good branding. So end of the day, end users will come and look for us again. But if you are talking about e-commerce side, right, definitely I'll be more worried because as more competitors start joining my e-commerce, uh, fighting in the e-commerce industry, right, my pie will become smaller and smaller. Mm. And that's when I need to come up with you know, new products, new ideas to keep my clients there. Uh, or I will start building my own brands. Oh, like a unique selling point or so lah. Yes, definitely. You need your, every company, every product, you need your own USP. That's mm. when you can stand up. Uh, so I heard this phase like, um, in the future, right, when someone see at home, I will mm. just tell, okay, let's say I need a lawyer. I wouldn't be like, hi Siri, uh, find me the top best lawyer in town. Like maybe the top three lawyer in town. Then that will not be the case. What the guy will say like, 
uh, hey Siri, can I get Elwin on? Yeah. Oi. Hey, <laughs> then after that, yeah, okay, <laughs> calling Elwin. Yeah, then that is the mm. branding you have already built. People yeah. think of lawyer, they think of you. Uh, so oh. this is what you need to aim for in the future. Mm. Mm. Like, people think of hot chocolate, then they think of Milo. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it the same analogy? Hot chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so if your USP is there, right, people will think of you. Yeah, it's it's the kind of it's just a like a what's that called the me- the memory retention la, right the kind of yes, impression they give to people la, sometimes and and on that note like like actually because I'm thinking about it like so many people want to be entrepreneur and all but then you know who wants to be a employee after that if you think about it then it's gonna be a huge problem for all these like other companies that still rely a lot of like on the on the employees the very stable kind of employees because a lot of headcount is being cut off now so then probably that's one of the biggest reasons why everybody's starting small businesses and all that. But I mean, then in that case, it's very unlikely that you have a lot of employees, right? Next time, anywhere, actually. Actually not. Um, a lot of people are trying out entrepreneur now, but then not all of them will be able to sustain and not all right. of them can, you know, generate positive income mm-hmm. based on the small business. Some of them may keep it as a side business. Some might even close it down. Because a lot of people, they are not able to keep up the hard work that they put in for that little reward because they are not able to see the potential growth like three years, five years down the road. They want instant monthly 3K, monthly 4K. They want that kind of reward. Uh, then after that, those people that started entrepreneurship, then they will jump back to the corporate world you know, to get right. a more stable job. Mm. And of day, not everyone is suitable for this. Mm. And, and I think also, uh, that's, that's a very good point. Uh, and, and it's also, it seems like it's very much a, a very, what I say, it's like a very personality kind of thing. Uh, or like a very, it's up to you what you want, uh, really. Right. Because what's the mindset, yeah. Mm, the mindset. Uh, so, so like, in, in the end, it's really how clear you want, how clear is it, like, your goal? About, like, do you really, really want to put in the effort to, to, to be an entrepreneur? Or do you want to just go back to your corporate life and then probably just job hop to another corporate job that is more challenging because uh, nowadays corporate jobs are also evolving. We've got to give some credit to that in that in the sense that there are some roles that are, there are a lot of new roles coming out. There are a lot of trendy, so-called trendy positions coming out. So maybe that's why uh, that is something that, you know, that still has a future. Like, like how the work is, the nature of work is also changing. So I think it really depends on what you want after all. It seems that that's, that's what we are gathering right now. Mm, yes, totally agree. So you can yeah try to explore, see which area you are interested in, and just try. If you fail, mm. then you might go back to your job. Then maybe you got new ideas, then you try again. Uh, end of the day, mm. it's about taking action. Mm. Uh, and not mm. you know talk for the next one year, two years, then oh you regret I'm married now. <laughs> 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 so I was thinking um for your side right a- apart from you know uh e-commerce and managing urban tavern right any what what are your plans going forward i mean with with the case of covid uh affecting the global economy as well for yourself are you planning to go back to the corporate side or just getting more and more other kind of revenue streams yeah i will continue building my e-commerce site to generate more revenues and e-commerce will be a booming industry in the future. Uh, so currently, a lot of people start shopping online in this uh, COVID period. And after COVID period, they will keep this habit of shopping online. 
because they really taste the convenience that e-commerce brought to them. Let's say like buying food from NTUC. Oh, it's so easy. Eh? Yeah, so I will start by, you know, expanding my brand in e-commerce because currently I'm doing e-commerce in US. So I plan to bring the whole brand into Singapore by this year. Mm. Mm, then after that, I'll expand from Singapore and US together. Wow. Uh, big dream. See how it goes. All the best, <laughs> Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, I think that's more or less the end of uh, part two. So there will be a part three. Uh, don't, be, don't be sad. But, uh, <laughs> uh, thanks again, Howie, for sharing all this interesting stuff, especially to people that are a bit unfamiliar uh, in a sense, including myself. So I think there was a lot of insights. Um, so thank you all yep, for definitely. listening <laughs> thank you so much for sharing with us and I hope that all the listeners are also inspired with your stories I mean the risk and the success of entrepreneurship and you know not, not everyone is suited to be an entrepreneur so hopefully that everyone gets inspiration from, from your stories as well or like you know to see themselves suitable in being the entrepreneur career so thank you once again Howie and welcome and hopefully, if you have any questions, feel free to ask me. Yeah. <laughs> and hopefully, your businesses will, you know, come out stronger in COVID nineteen. Yeah. Thank mm, you. Yeah. Thank, so you Thank you. Bye. Bye.